welcome to the Promises of God podcast. Do you feel stagnant, frustrated, or even bored in your walk with God? Have you found that hope deferred, unmet expectations, and unfulfilled desires is creating distance between you and God? If so, you're in the right place. On this show, we grab hold to the incredible promises that God has given us in his word. My hope is that by the end of each episode, you will feel encouraged, edified, and empowered to be all that God has called you to be. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Promises of God podcast. I am Ed Leah, and if you are new here, welcome. If you've been joining me for a while, thank you so much for returning and supporting the podcast. So today we are going to talk about a promise that comes from John 16 verses 13 through 15. So we're going to jump right into it. And as always, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, but feel free to grab whatever translation that you have. So I'll be starting in verse 13 and it reads, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the father is mine. This is why I said the spirit will tell you whatever he's received from me. Amen. So today we're going to talk about the promise of the Holy Spirit, him guiding us into all truth and him telling us about the future. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much for your amazing gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for all of the benefits that comes from the Holy Spirit. I pray that each listener would be able to receive what you have for them today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, so before we dive into this episode, I do want to give a little context about what's happening in John 16. So Jesus is talking to his disciples after the Passover meal. He is basically telling them about the things to come, and he even predicts his own death. Jesus tells his disciples that they must, um, that he must return back to the father so that the Holy spirit can come. Jesus tells them that the Holy spirit will convict the world of sin and guide them into all truth. He also warns his disciples about the challenging times ahead of them that they will have, but leaves them with hope by declaring he has already overcome the world. So with the world that we live in today, guys, we cannot afford not to lean on the Holy Spirit and him guiding us into all truth and telling us about the future. Now, we consume a ton of information from different news outlets, social media, and even passing conversations that we may hear at the subway or mall or even at work. So The good news is we don't have to be confused, fearful, or anxious about this year or any other year to come because as a believer in Jesus Christ, it is our inheritance to have the Holy Spirit. It is our inheritance to have the Holy Spirit to guide us into truth and to tell us about the future. And so I believe that is exactly what he wants to do today. He wants to guide us into all truth. 
He wants to make things clear for us this year. He wants to tell us about the things that are to happen in our lives this year and even in the lives of people around us so that we can be prepared and equipped for these things to come. Um, He wants us to be prophetic voices. So today I have three points for us to help us maximize the precious gift of the Holy Spirit so that we can reap his amazing benefits. So point number one is to recognize that the Holy Spirit lives in you. First Corinthians 6, 19 says it like this. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You don't belong to yourself. So many of us may know that the Holy Spirit lives in us, but we don't fully recognize or acknowledge him on a day-to-day basis. So for me, I previously had roommates back in college. And the majority of the time, I had pretty decent roommates. We had good cordial relationships. But I want you to imagine this. Imagine this for a second. Imagine having a roommate, but you never talk to your roommate. You two share the same space, the common areas. You may even share the same bathroom, okay? But when your roommate sees you in the common space, they never speak to you. They go straight to their room. The only time your roommate says anything to you is when rent is due, (laughs) okay? And when rent is due, they begin to ask you to let them hold a little something because they're short on rent. Now, I want you to imagine this. Would you be willing to let them borrow money? Most people, most people would say absolutely not. Why? Because there's no real relationship there. There's no rapport, right? You don't know who your roommate is. Yeah, you share the same space with them. You breathe the same air. But the relationship is transactional. You don't have a personal relationship with them. And so... I'm sure that most of y'all are following what I'm saying by this point. If we're not careful, we can slip into having a transactional relationship with the Holy Spirit when we don't acknowledge him or the fact that he truly does dwell in us. So a couple of ways that I like to acknowledge the Holy Spirit is by talking to him daily, right? When I wake up, I say, thank you, Holy Spirit. When I'm out and about, I ask the Holy Spirit if there is something that he needs me to do or someone that he needs me to talk to. I asked him to help me to yield to him and what he would ask me to do. And obeying the Holy Spirit is a huge way to acknowledge him, you guys. Imagine if your GPS tells you to go left. You obey that GPS, right? Because you recognize and acknowledge that your GPS is trying to get you to a specific destination. Um, so that it is, that's the exact same thing in our day-to-day relationship with the Holy Spirit. When he unctions us to do or say something, we should obey because we recognize that his job is to guide us to, into all truth and to get us to a specific destination. Okay. Point number two, we have to steward the presence of the Holy Spirit well. David said it like this in Psalm 51:11. Do not banish me from your presence. And don't take your Holy Spirit from me. King David, a man after God's own heart, said this. In other words, King David cried out to God for him to not take his spirit away from him. Because David loved the Holy Spirit so much that he did not want him to leave, (laughs) you know? And because we are 
guaranteed the Holy Spirit as believers in Christ, we must store his presence living in us well. We must make room for him. We have to make him feel welcome to move how he pleases, okay? Our body is no longer ours. The Holy Spirit lives in us. So I want to ask you this. What kind of environment are you putting the Holy Spirit in? What kind of people are you having him around? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to freely speak through you or are you silencing him? Now, these are honest questions that we must ask ourselves and take inventory of um, because a lot of times we think that God isn't speaking, but the truth is God is always speaking. (laughs) His spirit lives in us. So how couldn't he speak? The Holy Spirit truly wants to have free reign in your life, in my life, without being hindered or blocked by you or anyone else, okay? He desires to tell you all the good things and the not so good things about life and the future to come, but he has to feel welcome, you guys. So how can we ensure that the Holy Spirit feels welcome? These are just some of the things I do. I like to play worship music throughout the day, even instrumentals in the background as you work. I know most of us, we work, you know, jobs or some of us are entrepreneurs have on worship instrumentals playing in the background to really penetrate the atmosphere and get the atmosphere in obedience to the Holy Spirit. David tells us this in Psalms 22. He says that God inhabits the praises of his people. And so praise and worship um, to God throughout the day is so important. We have to be intentional about thanking him throughout the day. Um, Because when I ask the Holy Spirit something, he typically responds, right? So I like to thank him. Even if it's something like, Holy Spirit, lead me to a parking spot that is available. And he does it. I'm thanking him for that. Because that is a step in my day that got a little more easier because of the Holy Spirit. Okay? And... I know sometimes we think of praise and worship as being super loud, but the truth is praise and worship um, does not have to be super loud. It doesn't have to be yelling and shouting. I believe that praise is a heart posture. You begin to think and you meditate about his goodness and praise just comes out of you. Sometimes I just, sit and think about the goodness of God from previous years and how he kept me and how the Holy Spirit would give me insight and revelation on certain things before they, before it happened or even after it happened. And I just begin to thank him. All of those things have passed on. I still thank him day to day to continue to cultivate that relationship with him. Another way that we can Uh, steward the presence of the Holy Spirit Spirit well is by repenting of secret sin. Um, Having secret sin and unrepentant sin in your life is a huge repellent to the Holy Spirit because we know that God's presence can't live where sin is, right? Keyword, live. He can't live where sin is, right? So we want to ensure that we are repenting daily and asking for forgiveness for both sin known and unknown. Um, And the Holy Spirit will guide you in this, right? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal areas in your life where you need to repent and turn away from the sin. Um, 
an example of this that I've struggled with in the past was ignoring the Holy Spirit and living in disobedience by not doing something that he had asked me to do. Um, Sometimes I would be in the grocery store and God would um, prompt it on my heart. Holy Spirit would prompt it on my heart. Hey, you know, go give that person a word. Go, go talk to that person. And fear got in the way in past seasons. And I would kind of silence the voice of the Holy Spirit. That is sin. And we have to repent for being disobedient and silencing his voice. Um, the Holy Spirit is eager to speak to us. You guys, he's eager to reveal things to us. So we must steward his presence well. We must steward it well. There are things that the Holy Spirit may be asking you to do in this season, different projects, different assignments that he wants you to pursue. Do those things. Do those things. Yield to his voice. Yield to what he's asking you to do so that he can reveal more to you. Okay, guys. So the third and final way that we can cultivate this relationship with the Holy Spirit well so that he can reveal things to us and guide us into truth is to store the revelations well. Store the revelations that he is giving you well. The Bible says it like this. If we are faithful over small things, God will make us ruler over many. So when the Holy Spirit reveals things to us, we have to be faithful and steward them well. Are you writing the things down that the Holy Spirit is showing you? Are you keeping record of what he's telling you? Maybe he's bringing back to memory things that he's spoken in the past. These are things that we have to ask ourselves as we grow in our relationship with him. As we grow in the discipline of scribing what the Holy Spirit says, he can show and reveal more to us. Guys, I remember I was, in a season when I would pray and ask the Lord about my calling and my purpose. And the Holy Spirit will always bring back to my memory this thing that the Lord had spoke to me years ago, um, back in college. And honestly, at the time, I was so passive about what the Lord would show me. And I didn't think it was a big deal. I really didn't. But I realized that the Holy Spirit continuously brought that thing back to my memory for a reason. Because he was determined to remind me of the call on my life, even though I didn't feel qualified or equipped enough to do it, he would bring that thing back to memory and say, listen, I've already spoken to you about this. So ask yourself, are there things that I'm praying about that the Holy Spirit has brought back to my memory? Write those things down. Keep record of them. Um, In Revelation, God says this, write down what you have seen, both the things that are now happening and the things that will happen. As we write things down, as we partner with the Holy Spirit to fulfill our purpose and to receive downloads and understanding about the things to come, we will win. We will be successful in all that we do. We'll be a blessing to those around us. We'll be the prophetic voices in our families and in our communities, and we will be people of God. God wants that in this season and in this hour. He wants people that will yield to his voice and that will partner with the Holy Spirit so that he can guide us into all truth and reveal the beautiful, wonderful things to come for his body. All right, guys. So to reiterate, the first point was to recognize that the Holy Spirit lives in you. 
The second point was to steward the presence of the Holy Spirit well. And the third point was to steward the revelations that the Holy Spirit gives you well. All right, family, that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you all so much for sticking until the end of this episode. Um, I love you all so much and I'll see you back here next week. Bye. So if you are enjoying the podcast and have been blessed in any way, please go ahead and subscribe to the show and write a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way you can show your support to the show and keep this community growing. And if you know a friend who needs to hear this episode, do them a favor and share it with them as well. See you next time. Bye.